For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You remember back on, uh, on the old podcast with Shaq when they were trying to set you guys up on dates? Yeah. So I sent Rob a bunch of pictures of my wife, who she's a smoke show. Don't get me wrong, oh, but yeah, they were going to set up. They were going to set up uh, like a catfish, where like they're going to have my wife, you know, like show you all the pictures and pretend you guys were going to go on a date and then have it be like Rob or John show up. But <laughs> we never did it. Yeah. No. So long story it, yeah. short. Rob's phone has a bunch of like half naked pictures of my wife on there, which I may or may not have deleted. There's there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a slim chance they may still be on there. What up? This is Robert Ory. Ory three pointer. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. To Ory for three. Oh, unbelievable! This guy is off the charts. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Ory from downtown. Well, it took us about uh, 119 episodes before we had to do the No Shot Bob podcast, and that's where we are today. Uh, Rob is, and I talked to him last night, he is filming a TV show for the next two weeks, so instead of just foregoing the show, because there's way too much going on, uh, we are going to bring in some friends. So uh, I'm Rob Jenners, that of course is B-Dog Brandon Harper. And uh, a couple of guys joining us today. Uh, if you're new to the show, they were old Shackcast. I mean, both of these guys, OG Shackcast, day one listeners, um, have been with us for a long time, have hung on through the Big Shot Bob podcast and all its iterations. And uh, Caleb and Jason uh, joining us, a couple of friends of the show jumping in. So uh, let's start with Caleb. Caleb, just, I guess, introduce yourself. Tell us something about you. I don't know. We'll just let people know who the hell you are. Yeah. Uh yeah, hey everyone, name's Caleb. Uh just a fan of uh podcasts. Um I found Shackcast because I read Shaq's book, his autobiography, and I always hated Shaq. And I was like, man, Shaq seems kind of cool. So I started searching and then found well, the podcast. For half a second, I thought we were mentioned in the book. I got excited. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> did we get a mention? No, we didn't. No, no, no. This is I think it was he wrote this before all that, but Okay. Yeah, other than that, I'm uh, out in the Portland, Oregon area, so just in the northwest. Uh, where Dame's stringing us along every day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's pretty much it. Okay, we'll talk. We will talk about that, Caleb. Um, uh, you've you've played games with us on the old Shackcast. You've been a contributor on this show as well. So, uh, just dude, thank you for being with us for a long time, man. We've we've known each other for probably yeah. like six, seven years now. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, happy to time. be on board. Yeah. Um, Kick my wife and kid out of the house for this, so they're out. <laughs> that's see, that's a true sign of loyalty right there. Give kids out of the house, sweetie. Take them to the park. Let's go. Uh, Daddy needs to talk shit about Dame Lillard. Um, that's right. So, uh, and Jason Jenkins, uh, Modest Men podcast, who I've been on their show as well. Uh, Jason, dude, same same deal. Right. Introduce yourself so people know who you are. All right, I'm Jason Jenkins of the Modest Man podcast. I'm born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Now reside in the Bay Area. Um, I am not a Warriors fan, but I like to talk shit about Warriors fans. It's kind of funny <laughs> because there weren't too many Warriors fans before 2015. Let that be known. 
but I am the jack of all trades, uh, retail guru, photographer, DJ, uh, track and field coach. But most importantly, I'm a dad of two girls and um, they're the light of my life. And I'm excited to be on the show with y'all. So thank you. We appreciate you. Jason, same thing, That's man. Jason's been with us for a long time. Uh, old school contributor, been sending stuff to both of these guys, I think, have sent borderlines in back on the old show. Uh, I think both of them have sent questions, audio, all kinds of stuff. So we wanted to bring these two guys on just because they're part of the ecosystem of of the shows that we've been doing for years and wanted to show everybody, look, you know, there's going to be weeks where maybe Rob's out of pocket or, you know, we want to do something on the side or want to do a shoot around or something. I want more people involved in the show. Uh, so if you ever want to be involved in the Big Shot Bob podcast in any capacity, you want to jump on and ask Rob a question, or if it's a week like this where we are kind of filling the gap while Rob's unavailable for, for the next couple of weeks, we're BigShotBobPod at gmail.com. You can find me at Rob Jenners. You can find at BHarper90 is where Harper is. And uh, just yeah, get involved. Talk to us. Uh, you know, Send us some stuff. Contribute to the show. You never know when your uh, your face might show up on the Zoom. And we'll get to do a show here together. Uh, so thank you, both of you guys, for jumping in with us this week. I, I joke uh, every week that we have what's called a post-credit scene, meaning something inevitably big happens about an hour after I post the damn show. And last week, it was the Chris Paul trade. Um, that went down. I think Harp walked in as the show. I hit post, and the door opens, and then here comes B, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, Chris Paul just got traded. So sure enough, we get the... Uh, the Chris Paul move to Golden State. Jason, you mentioned you're a Warriors fan. I guess I'll start with you before we all start weighing in. How do you feel? Oh, no, about- no, he's, oh, no, no, he's no, not no, either. No, I'm not. Oh, no, no you I'm just not. like to talk ah, crap about the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 Bay Area, I figured, you know, you're, you're, you'll be a Warriors supporter. But all yeah. right, well then, all right, so collectively, well, I, I, go for it. I hear all the gossip out here, and so it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, I think I thought it was initially when it came through, it was a joke. Um, it was the, you know, the Chris Paul, ha, 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 right? Um, but I thought it might have been a salary dump. And they said that they're going to keep him. And it's interesting that that's going to be the case. Um, and it's funny that all of this happened five days after, you know, Mike Dunleavy Jr. said that, you know, Jordan Poole was going to be a part of the franchise for the next four years. And then he got traded. Yep. And, you know, so we'll see. Um, Chris Paul and and... And Draymond, Brothers of Destruction, right? For all the 31 teams or 30 teams out there, or 29 teams out there, protect your nuts because um, they're coming for them. <laughs> I don't, well, I got news for you. I don't know if Draymond might be uh, might be a Golden State Warrior for the foreseeable future. We'll have to we'll have to talk about that in a second. But uh, yeah, B, yeah, what did you sure. think of the, B? What did you think of the Chris Paul move? Because you you were the one who brought it to me, got right after last week's show. Uh, yeah. Expected, better... unexpected. I mean, obviously, I didn't I didn't see them moving him just because it's like. What's well, when when they traded him to the Wizards, you knew they were going to buy him out because Chris Paul is a veteran and he's chasing, you know, he wants a title and he can't do that in Washington. Yeah. So you knew that Washington was going to get him and work with him to facilitate him elsewhere to a contender that will give him an opportunity to compete. I didn't see the Warriors happening. I, that's not the one that was on the bingo card, but mm-hmm. um I don't know how it's going to work out. I, I think it, it could work out from the standpoint that he that's a veteran team. And veteran teams figure things out. And Steve Kerr is a veteran coach and they'll figure it out. The one problem that I do have is Chris Paul is very methodical with the way that he does things. He's very intact. It's very thought out. And I'm not saying that the Warriors offense isn't like that, but there is a lot of sporadic movement in the Warriors offense. And I wonder how his 
methodical play mixed in with their scrambling around is going to work out. And plus, they're very undersized now. They are a small basketball. They really are. Team. Yeah, they really are. Even with Draymond there still. They're so not, I they're wonder at some point in time, even with Chris Paul, are they going to get any size? Because they don't have James Wiseman anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's – and Kaminga is 6'8". He's, he's not the size you're looking for. You need something bigger. So I don't know what they're going to do from the five department. But we'll see if this works out with Chris Paul because this is probably his best shot again to win a title. <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caleb, thoughts on the CP3 move? Uh, the only way I see it working uh, is if he's willing to come off the bench. I just think him, Steph, and Clay. I think that's too small. But then again, these guys get paid millions to put teams together, and so they know more than I've forgotten. So I don't. I don't think it's going to work. I've never liked Chris Paul. I think he's one of the most overrated point guards in the history of NBA. But that's just me. Um, so wow. yeah, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. B, B got a little wide eyed on that one. Okay, but do you, do you think he's a top five point guard of all time? All time top five? I would probably say no off the top of my head before doing uh, the math. Maybe not top five. Maybe but top, top five. That, maybe that doesn't mean top five. Even if he's not top five, doesn't mean I wouldn't consider him overrated. I think oh, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's a very now. Do I like his antics a lot? No. He cries a lot. Yes. But Chris Paul, as far as being a facilitator being an orchestrator of offenses, like a lot of people forgot what Chris Paul looked like when he was in New Orleans. Like people have this revisionist history because of all the places that he's been to. And, but Chris Paul was a dog and he still has some dog left in him. It's just his inability to stay healthy when it counted the most. Okay. Whose career would you rather have Lillard or Chris Paul? Oh man, that's a good um, question. From a longevity standpoint, I'm gonna say Chris Paul. Yeah. Just because, you know, again, there's been a lot of antics. There's been a lot of moving of Chris Paul. I mean, we've we've had the Houston, we've had the LA, we've had the the Phoenix, we've had a lot of that. But I mean, he's been to the finals. He's been on competitive. He? Yeah, he mm-hmm. played in the finals yeah, with the Suns. Right yeah. yeah, he's okay. he's been on competitive teams, even though they haven't gotten the drill done. He's been on a lot of very competitive teams. He played and he was on the team, but he didn't see that whole finals run. He was hurt. This is true. This is true. But I think that Chris Paul had a lot to do with the way that the Suns developed as a young team. I think his veteran leadership showed those guys, showed Booker at eight and a lot of those guys, this is how we're going to move the basketball. This is how we're going to grow as a team and find a way forward. And I think that you have veteran guys that sometimes are underrated in that capacity. And to me, Chris Paul always screamed that he was that guy. He was like, you know, maybe I'm not going to finish the drill all the time, but I'm the guy that's going to show the younger guys this is how you work forward as a team. And I think he did a lot of that in Phoenix. Well, I just I saw a post and I got a lot of heat because it was like the the top or the five greatest point guards of all time. I think it was like the 75th anniversary. So I had like the point guards. I think it was like Magic, Isaiah, Stockton, um, and Chris Paul. And I was like, nah, Chris Paul's not top five. And a lot of people came after me on that. Well, who else would you put in that top five if you don't have Chris Paul? Okay, not in any order. I'd go Magic, Steph, uh, Stockton. I Steph, mean, I had it all right now. Steph wasn't included in that list of top five. He I had, think he was in there. He uh, had yeah, to that's be. not. He had that's to not be. a point guard, though. I mean, if we're 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 talking about the uh, yeah, play of a of a truth. point guard, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then, okay, LeBron at point guard because like, you, know, <laughs> you don't get that point guard. Yeah, why not? Go ahead. Let's just let's throw LeBron into that conversation. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how it shakes out with CP3 and and, and what happens from that. But uh, it's we... interesting though, uh, Rob. You know, when you think about 
the championship teams, you had uh, Leandro Barbosa, you know, coming off the bench. You had Sean Livingston coming off the bench. And so, in all respect to Chris Paul, if he came off the bench to be able to run that that second unit, that will be, you know, um, that will work. But I, I just think about pace and and to what um, B-Dog alluded to, movement is a big one. The way that, you know, uh, go to state moves that offense, I don't know how that's going to work with him at the helm. But we'll see. But I will say this. The reason why the reason why I don't see him coming off the bench, and I know they're not paying his entire salary. I think the Wizards may be paying some as well. This this, this thing is split up. His salary is split up some type of way. Because I think he was owed anywhere between thirty or forty million dollars or something like that. And it's split up a couple of ways. I don't see it's hard for me to see Chris Paul coming off the bench. I think if you if you're the Warriors and you have him and you decide to keep him. They're going to find a way to work him into that starting lineup and shift everything down. Now Steph becomes more of really? a two guard. Do you yeah. really and think, I think that? And I think Clay now becomes the three. I think that's the small lineup that I'm talking about. Yeah, like, but you I don't, don't get him. Like, I just don't see Chris Paul's at a point in his career where he has to, he's going to suffer from the Russell Westbrook. You have to know where you're going to fit the best. You have to know what's, what's going to be the best role for you. And Westbrook never fell into that, I'm going to come off the bench and run the second team sort of momentum and I think Chris Paul's got to sort of own a little of that knowing where he's going right sure. yeah maybe but Chris Paul it, it, it's like nine lives man it's oh, just yeah. another life that he has and <laughs> we'll, on, on another we'll team see. that might be a contender right to where now you on the floor you move Steph over to the two now you have a couple of uh, really good ball handlers on the floor and now Steph can really we know Steph moves well with the ball already without the ball already so it allows him it allows Chris Paul to set things up and Steph to really be able to move without the basketball. And now you have another facilitator on the floor that can get him the ball within that offense. They just got to uh, get together this off offseason and really start to work things out. It could work because they're veterans. It's just from the outside looking in the way we've always seen Chris Paul play and the way we've seen the Warriors play are just kind of different. We're looking also, too, when we talk about the Warriors. Uh, we've talked a little bit about Draymond the last couple of weeks. Uh, leave it to Stephen A. to stir the pot and say he thinks that Draymond is worth $100 million. Somebody got to give Draymond Green $100 million. I don't necessarily know if that's going to happen, but uh, do we think Draymond Green will get that big contract? Do we think it's going to be with Golden State, or we think it's going to be elsewhere? Now, Gold, I think he's going to stay in Golden State. I think that's why they got rid of Jordan Poole. Because now they're that's they what the I thought too in that trade. I was like, this has to be an olive branch for him, right? Be like, yeah. look, we'll move the guy that you punched in the face last year. How about that? <laughs> and then you can stay, maybe. Well, just think about this offseason, like <laughs> with new guys coming in, be like, Draymond's just gonna run the show. Be like, hey, you saw what happened to the last guy. I'll knock you out <laughs> and send you <laughs> straight punch you in the nose. You come at yeah. me. Yeah. Uh there, but the rumor, so this was the other one. This is so you you brought up Dame before Caleb. This was the one that I saw today that made me kind of go, oh, that Dame's dream scenario was to have Draymond come over and to uh and to resign um shit, who the hell did they want to resign? You said uh, Jeremy, you, Jeremy, Jeremy, Grant. Jeremy Grant. Grant, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you said Draymond go to Portland? Yeah. That's what and that's do what, what? <laughs> <laughs> and be Draymond Green. And be Draymond. Wait, 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 wait. So you keep Dame because you want to build a title contender around him. 
You got Jeremy Grant. Okay, cool. You got you got Anthony Simons, who you're gonna have to pay at some point in time. And then you bring over Draymond for twenty five million a year. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that screams title chances to me. <laughs> well, from what I read, uh, is that Dame's not asking for a stack team. He just wants a chance. Right. And so. Yeah, I, no, and I, I saw the same thing, and it, the other of the side of the report was the athletic was saying that like his dream scenario was to have Draymond Green in there, and I'm like, yeah. all right, well, you know, again, this goes back to the whole conversation of what pieces fit versus on paper what looks pretty. And I think a lot dream, of these guys get bigger. Yeah, I think a lot of these guys just get stuck in the man on paper. This looks great. <laughs> it's like yeah, but yeah. reality is a whole different beast. Yeah, I don't think Draymond would like it in Portland because we're just. I mean, when you're used, when you're like a favorite every season coming in to win a title, and you're going to come to Portland, who we haven't been in the playoffs the last couple of years, uh, that's going to take some adjustment. Yeah, there's a few places for Draymond. Uh, obviously, him staying at Golden State. Um, you know, it's interesting because Bob, he's a big Bob Myers guy, or Bob Myers is a big Draymond guy, and so when he left, that was like, well, I guess Draymond is gone, and obviously he opted out of his contract. But then they made some moves, obviously getting Chris Paul there. We'll see what that looks like. But I mean. Draymond saying to go to state would work. I mean, obviously, I don't think he takes a hometown discount. Well, maybe he does. Who knows? Um, but Chris Paul will have to reduce his salary first. Um, Draymond going to Dallas? Well, obviously, it's the big talk. Um, and then, I mean, I would see him in the Lakers. I mean, that makes the most sense. You can actually have AD Rome, but, you know. Harp, you well, want to Go ahead. Uh, ever since he kicked LeBron in the nuts in 2016, was that? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We got a championship out of that. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. He's, he's been massaging <laughs> LeBron's nuts ever since then, so I can see that. You know, the funny hey. thing about that is, uh, and, and he, and it's funny you mentioned that, you know, ever since then, he, he's had this, like you said, this admiration and respect and this love for, remember, he wanted to fly to L.A., to see LeBron break Kareem's record. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And yeah. Steve mm-hmm. Kerr was like, no, dude, we got to, <laughs> we got to, like somebody on an opposing team within yeah. your conference that you're going to see somewhere down the line, possibly, you you want to go see that guy make history and say, I want to fly. I, I'll meet my team somewhere else. Where are we going? I'll meet them. But I want to <laughs> see this kid right here break this record which is cool because it's a it's a record but that just shows you how much he admires lebron now when they're on the court and they got on different jerseys you know it's, mm-hmm. you know we're gonna battle but as as much as he's talked about lebron as much as he as he admires lebron and loves lebron i wouldn't be surprised to see him in, in la the thing is it's the money and he fits better in golden state he needs them just as much as they need him and that's the bad thing about this. When it's time to re-up on your contract and they're saying, look, yo, we love you. We just don't love you at 25 per year. Yeah. Love you. And I think, you know what? Ultimately, I think the whole thing is a charade. I think he's going to stay in Golden State. I don't. I just don't see anybody else going out to 20 or 25 a year <clears throat> to bring in Draymond on, a, on what Rob called last week a, a career congratulations you know, salary, you know, the, Hey, you did a lot of great stuff in Golden state. Good for you. We're going to pay 25 a year to come shoehorn your ass into the Miami heats lineup. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and that's the other team that I keep seeing buzz about. Oh, we would love to go to Miami. Well, shit, of course he would like to go to Miami. They were a title contender the last few years. Jimmy Butler's, you know, he's getting older. They want, they want some, they want to have a shot before Jimmy's career comes to an end. 
Um, and if he closes out his career in Miami, that's why he wants to be there. So I get that. But I just, I don't think any of it's going to happen. I think Draymond's going to stay in Golden State because ultimately when he looks in the mirror, he knows that's his best chance to win. This is where I've won four rings. I know I can win here. I know all the players on this team and whoever else you bring in, we can make work. So I'm going to stay. I think it's all a charade. I really do. I think it's him. also the same that actually could afford to pay Draymond 25 a year. That's Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that team, might be. I think Rob was big on him going to Detroit at one point, too. I think Rob was talking about that. That Draymond in Detroit might be a move, especially with Monty. It makes sense. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he can't win there, and that's the thing. Oh no, they're, they're going to be that's going to be a that's yeah. going to be a five six year project, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, right. at best in Detroit. But we know that he wants his money and he wants to win. But he's at a point in time in his career where you're gonna one is going to have to be a little bit more important than the other. Well, that's easy though. Figure out which one it is. That's easy. It's money. He's got four okay. rings, right? Like you don't you got nothing left to prove as far as winning a title. I don't think he's going to be ring chasing at this point in his career. I think at this point, it's where's the bag? Who's, who's going to give me the most money? I'll close out my career in Detroit. Great. I'll get paid for four or five years, 20, 25 a year. Get to play with Monty, help them put a team together. Cool. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, I got paid. Right? Am I wrong mm-hmm. on, on thinking that? That yeah. he's not going to be ch- ring chasing at this point? It's true. Side note. Um, did you see uh, there's a few rumors about what actually happened and took place that led to the, the Draymond punch? And so. Oh, the whole Jordan Poole thing? Yeah. So I remember we talked about it, but I don't even really remember the impetus of why it happened. So I heard recently, you him triple single. Oh, that's right. Yeah, triple single. <laughs> that's right, triple single. I remember that. Yeah. So um, Cam and uh, and Mace on it is what it is podcast. Shout out to Cam and Mace. Um, and them guys actually could ball too. I don't know if y'all seen in the videos that they oh, can I've seen. Do, right? Oh, ballers. <laughs> um, a few theories that actually are believable. One is that Draymond, oh, sweet Jordan Poole was talking shit about you know that he is a ladies' man and he had a whole bunch of Michigan State women um, that was under his tutelage. Um, which was way more than what Draymond did there, right? Because, you know, Jordan Poole went the scum, U of M. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> ouch. Anyway, and then um, also while they were running and running drills and things of that nature, um, I guess Draymond was dragging ass and, and, and Poole said, you know, don't worry, you'll be in Sacramento soon enough. So, <laughs> which Man, those no. two things are believable. I, I just, I heard it and I was like, <laughs> You know, honestly, if you're the Sacramento Kings and you're the you're the butt of every freaking joke in the NBA and have been for the last like 30 years, when when the when the insult that causes a man to get punched in the face is you'll be a king soon. <laughs> that's, that's worthy of blows at practice and getting guys traded. But nowadays, the way the Kings are looking and shaping out, that yeah. might not be too not much of a bad mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, for sure. You got Shaq's ownership out of there, and all of a sudden things start coming together. See, it all worked <laughs> out. Man. Get Shaq's oh, big ass man. out the way, which I stand by my contention. I had somebody say that I was, I was, I was out of line by saying Shaq bought his shares of the Kings just to fuck with Vladdy Divac. I stand by that. <laughs> I completely stand by that because every time, and Beal attests to this behind the scenes of the Shaq podcast, every single time. When the whole prank, like off the air, we'd be waiting for somebody to come into the studio and Shaq would go, yo, we're going to prank, prank call some people. This was, I don't know why Shaq's like perpetually 12. He wants to prank call everybody. So every single time the prank call conversation came up, I'm going to call Vladi Diva and you're going to tell him this and you're going to tell him that he just wanted to kind of poke Vladi every chance he got. So I'm convinced he bought his King's ownership <laughs> shares just to be able to be like, I'm your boss, Vladi. 
Shut up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a poke. Just a poke. Can, can I tell you guys a, a prank call story real quick? Go, man. All right. So I, I'm like Shaq. I'm super immature, and I still prank call people. <laughs> at least you own it. You know. Yeah. And years ago, my wife was getting her uh, hair cut at her mom's house, and she, my my wife texts me. She's like, hey, prank call my mom real quick. I'm in the shop, so I'll be able to hear it. So I did it, and it's like a, it's like a automated prank call, and it'll like uh, talk. It does everything, and then it just sends you the recording. And it's pretty much this guy's accusing you of hitting his car, and they, he starts yelling and all that. <laughs> Anyways, my mother in law did not find it funny at all, and my wife texts me. She's like, "You know, Caleb, you really got to grow up." <laughs> and I was like, "You told me to do." Wait this. a minute! What, what yeah. is? Here's the buck you just passed to me. What is that shit? Like, yeah. what is that, dude? Yeah. Bust your ass, man. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, we, for you. We, we got we got hung up on the Shaq prank call thing for a minute. I don't know why he got so. I swear to God, the man's ten years old. He's a he's a giant, <laughs> and it's every time I was like, "How Shaq? He's a giant ten year old." He wants to laugh and giggle and prank call people. That's all he wants. Yeah. Oh yeah. One time well, I called uh, a Chinese restaurant and I placed an order, and then I asked him to hold, and I called the second one. And then, oh, and then you conference him, like, them together? Yeah, I've done yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, can you repeat the order? And so they thought they were both taking orders from each oh, other. Oh, yeah, no, that's great. I've done that before. That's fun. That's an old school <laughs> radio awesome. bit, yeah. The, the yeah. Chinese, we used to call it the Chinese connection. You just connect two shops and just <laughs> let them argue with each other. We used to do it to dry cleaners, too. You could do it to dry cleaners as well as another good one. You get a couple of Chinese-owned dry cleaners, and they just they just yell at each other. They start getting aggravated. They start to yell. It's It's just hilarious. That's crazy. All right. Um, back to back to the steering the ship back. Um, all right. Uh, anything from the draft? Like, I, I mean, I just there, the, nothing in the draft really shocked me or thought was exciting. Wemby went number one. Duh, everybody knew that was going to happen. There's that picture of him in San Antonio with like Timmy and I think Mono Ginobili was there and a bunch of people. Look, that's a great photo opportunity. That's the last time he's going to see Tim Duncan's ass in San Antonio <laughs> for the foreseeable future, unless for some reason. Tim Duncan just all of a sudden wants to come back and, and help out the Spurs. I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, anything from the draft stand out to any of you guys? Harp, we'll start with you, bud. Oh, no, no. Go ahead and let our guests go. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Jason, anything with the draft? You know, it was um, Drew Timmy and the UConn um, most valuable, uh, outstanding player didn't get drafted. And they're big men. And it was very surprising that those guys didn't land on the team, you know, initially as far as for a draft pick. I mean, let's just be real. Anything after the second round doesn't really, or after the first round doesn't really make I was going to say, you're being generous with second round. Yeah, exactly, I mean, right, usually, exactly, usually after right. the first round, I'm like, all right, everybody else will just fall where they fall. Right. <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, it was interesting to see, you know, those guys, and me just that they're not the, the not a 6'9", 6'10", point guards, right? You know, yeah. they're the 6'8", the big men. And so, but they played great in college. And so, you know, Maybe they'll make an NBA career out of it. Drew Timmy could shoot. And so, I don't know. It was That was probably the most interesting thing that I saw. Caleb, who'd you guys get at three? Uh, was Scoot? it Scoot Henderson, right? Scoot, Scoot, right? Scoot, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How'd you, no, how'd you feel about that pick? Uh, well, because all the rumors were that if the Blazers drafted someone, then that was a sign they were going to trade Lillard. Yeah, or that Lillard, because Lillard was saying he didn't want to, you know, he doesn't yeah, want to. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, that was the other buzz. Yeah, his camp was upset they used the pick. Why? Yeah, I, so I was excited thinking they were going to trade it and get someone like Bam or something. But in Portland, the draft's always kind of a heartbreak for us. Even you know, even when we do get the number one pick, we always you know, in hindsight, we pick the wrong guy. So it's just I don't know. It sucks. <laughs> but. 
That's a positive yeah, outlook. Yeah, y'all have had some, uh, you know, you, Greg Oden in 07 could have had oh, Kevin Durant. Right. Um, yeah, but Kevin would, Kevin would have bounced. He wouldn't have stayed. Oh. Maybe. Uh, well, no, I mean, no, definitely. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't know a horse, look at its track record. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's fine, but I mean, he bounced from OKC. He sure did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things. And then, I mean, you probably weren't around. I wasn't around either. But what was that? The 84 draft, you took Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. What was that? Was yeah. that it? Who's that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard they weren't even going to take uh, Michael Jordan if they had, like, the third. Like, he wasn't even their second choice after that. So that's what's crazy about that. Well, but, you know what's funny is you look at that from this perspective, and it makes no sense. But you think about it in that that moment you don't know who's what you don't know who's gonna gonna be you know greg odom and who's gonna be kevin durant you have no idea yeah. you're just shooting and it's like nobody knew michael jordan was gonna become michael jordan you know i mean yeah. just he did have the career in, in north carolina and he had the, the the backing but man like you look back at it you're like how could we be so stupid well because you don't know you have the yeah. benefit of hindsight most of the time and when Odin played he was good they were good when when him lamarcus and roy paul played he I was think hurt played a lot together. He was yeah. hurt a lot. Think, they only got 82 games together, the big three, but they were like 52 and 30 or something. They, they had, a, And that was over like, you know, eight years because he was never playing. But. <laughs> over 21 yeah. seasons. That's all we got. Yeah, we got and the legend, and like the the legend of Brandon Nets. Roy. The legend of yeah. Brandon Roy is oh, is, yeah. is, is, is amazing because you, you just never know what he fully could have been if he wasn't injured so much. He was getting surgery and coming back like five days later and playing. He was <laughs> he was tough, and and that's I mean because that was we had uh, Coach McMillan. He was our coach then, and, mm-hmm. and he ran Brandon's knees like man. He, we'd be down thirty and he'd still have the starters in, or we'd be up twenty and still have the starters in. And but yeah, no, Roy was he brought hope to Portland, and so it was it was he was uh, that was a lot of fun to watch because when because uh, when I was in high school because. I graduated in 06, so we drafted Odin after I graduated. But we could go to we'd take our lunch money, we could go buy tickets, you know, like eight dollar tickets at the games. And then then we got Brandon Roy and he run rookie of the year. And then the next year we drafted Odin. And but in our last home game that year, because we finished 41 and 41, in the last minute of the game, Sergio Rodriguez threw back to back half court alley passes to Travis Outlaw. Oh. And it was just like it was like Portland's back, like all this. We got Odin coming back next year. Like we're gonna, like this is our time. And obviously, you know, we never made it out of the first round, but it was <laughs> for a minute though. It was like we hit the lottery. Yeah. Oh, it's the hope that kills you. That's what yep. it is all the time, man. It's the hope that kills you. Um, the, the here's the only thing I want to my draft takeaway that we're gonna move on to. Um, Marcus Smart going to the Grizzlies, and we got a few other things. There's a trade in Atlanta that I want to get B Dog's take on. We kind of knew that. John Collins was on the block. They finally moved John Collins out of Atlanta. Um, the only thing was, and I give credit, I don't give credit to him enough. I don't know how you guys feel about Barstool. I'm hitting, I'm hitting miss on Barstool. Um, I, I like a lot of their guys. I like a lot of the stuff they put out. Um, some of their stuff, I don't know, it throws me. Uh, Dave Portnoy, hit and miss for me. But he made a I really like his videos. Yeah, his videos are always good, but like this was this was the one that stood out to me. He said Wemby to him feels very much like an Anthony Davis type of a player in that he's tall, he's lanky, he's skinny. And he goes, those are the guys that I always see hit the league and they break down a lot. 
And I was like, you know what? That's actually a really damn good point. And I think he's the only person I saw bring that up. Was now he's young, so that helps him tremendously. But you're right. It's always the real tall, skinny, lanky dudes that run like that that break down a lot. Any thoughts on Wemby being that kind of guy? I'll say this. Here's where he's right, and here's where he's wrong. Okay. Where he's right, I'm going to bring up a name that was just drafted. What was he, number one or two last year? Chet Holmgren? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, see? Yeah. Forgettable name. Why? Because he didn't play his rookie year because yeah. he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And and so OKC has another guy that or the league has another guy that they're really looking forward to seeing because he's kind of been this forgotten player, but is really tall, really skinny, but really athletic. So where he that's where he's right. Where he's wrong, people always talk about this, but we said the same thing about Kevin Durant. How skinny he was when he came out of Texas. And yes, Kevin Durant has had his injury issues the last few years, but not on that level though. Yeah, but Kevin Durant is also one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen in NBA history. So, okay, it's kind of 50-50 here. Good point. Good point. I just like to – I try to throw Dave some credit where I can. You know what I mean? I think sometimes he's off base, but sometimes he's got a point. Jason, what's your point? Hold on. Let Jay Jay go. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, If any city he's going to put on some meat, it will be in San Antonio. So – (laughs) <laughs> now you're now you're hearkening back to the Chuck likes big girls yeah, yeah, yeah. in San Antonio. But, dude. Yeah. Hey, listen, I got family in San Antonio, and it's like all my little live down there. We eat good, so <laughs> it's, he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, and want? they also know how to take care of their big man as well, too. So. Well, that's yeah. They've shown that. Yeah. And Tim mm-hmm. Duncan's got that had that similar sort of feel. You know, when Timmy first sure. came into the league, he was that you know coming out of UMass, I think, right? It was Timmy. And it was that skinny. Uh, uh, Tim came out of Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Wake. Wake that's right. Yeah. But it was like he was skinny. And I think it was the same take. It was the, all right, well, let's see if he can put on some beef and, and turn into something. And obviously, one of the best to ever play. Yeah, all right, absolutely. Caleb, what do you got before we move on? Uh, I was going to say, when I said I like David Portney's videos, it's because uh, apparently he's had like three or four like intimate videos released or leaked. Oh, shit, that's really? Yeah, that's what, I was, oh. that's what I was referring to. I wasn't watching those, but forward, <laughs> forward no, I, the I, links. Forward the links. If we take anything an away interview. from this show, hit forward. No, I saw an interview and he was talking about how they get leaked and his parents get embarrassed. But Dude, when you got a $100 million, deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah. There's worse stuff to hit the world than your naked ass. Uh, did anybody see Marcus Smart go into the Grizzlies? I sure as hell didn't. Nope. Yeah. The consensus nope. all around was no. Do we do we be do you like the move? Uh yeah, I mean Yeah. I, think I like it, it. I think it fits for Memphis. I was surprised that Boston moved moved on from him. I guess it was just a salary dump. Well well it wasn't a Or not so much well, a dump, but just a, they needed that money off the books. Right. When the three team trade that you remember the three team trade that was supposed to happen fell through because of uh Michael Brogdon's yep. physical, you know, his injury. And he, you know, and that scared away the third team. So now you got to try to find a way to facilitate that trade with uh try to get Porzingis to Boston and then Boston trade somebody somewhere. And I didn't think it was gonna be Marcus Smart, but I thought he was, you know, it makes sense because he was the tradable piece that they had. Um and it makes sense for for the Grizzlies because Jaw's going to be out for 25 games and he is the second coming of Tony Allen. 
you know, Tony, when they used to be the grindhouse back mm-hmm. in 2015, 2016, with your Tony Allens and your Zebos and your Mark Gasols and your um, Mike Conley. Yep. Like, both of them went to Oklahoma State. Both of them are gritty on defense. I think both of them did. Both of them win defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Marcus both, did for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. and both of them have been all defense a few times. They're the same player, you know. Uh, Marcus just got a little bit. He's a little bit stockier, so this works well for Memphis just because they've had a player like that before, and they're a gritty team and they need leadership. That's a young team well, that needs true. some leadership. Mm-hmm. That's damn true. Jason, did you like Marcus Smart? To, you uh, know, uh, Memphis. What, but they got rid of Dylan Brooks, right? And that's who Dylan Brooks wanted to be was a Marcus Mike type player. Yep. Um. You know, I, I, the only interesting thing is that they chased out Iguodala, right? You know, um, and because that team was young and they didn't want that that kind of old man on that team. Oh yeah. And so Iggy didn't play there at all, and that was well known. That's why there's a go to state and Memphis rivalry. However, um, that'd be a really good fit for them. Um, Marcus Smart can shoot. He can play outstanding defense. Um, and as you alluded to, um, leadership. So yeah. it's a good move. Okay. Caleb, thoughts, concerns, same agreements? Uh, yeah, I liked it for Memphis. Didn't really like it for Boston too much, I, but whatever. Yeah, I think, Another... I think Boston lost a little bit of defensive prowess by moving him. You know what I mean? Like those guys across the board, I think Boston needs to, needs to swarm a little bit more defensively. And he was a big piece of that. So. I was kind of like, all right, yeah. well. The yeah. thing, the thing I don't like, and I know it's a business, but like when the players get blindsided by that, like because that's yeah, because he had no like. idea. Yeah, yeah, that's just. I mean, I get it because you always hear those players that are always on the trading block, and the trade doesn't go through. And then I wonder what it's like to be that player that's like, well, they tried to get rid of me, but the other team didn't want me. It was like my childhood. Like one parent was stuck with me because. <laughs> <the other parent. laughs> wow, that got a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> got a little dark and personal there. My dad's stuck with me because mom doesn't want to. You know. No, I love you too, baby. Seriously. Uh, all right, B, uh, explain to us the John Collins move to the Jazz and uh, Rudy Gay to Atlanta. Go ahead. Um, Break this down. because. So for all of, for, for you guys, I know y'all on you know the other side of the country. And, you know, John Collins, you probably know John Collins has been on the – pretty much the trade block for the last mm, two, three seasons. <laughs> three years, I think, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, obviously, you know, because he's been the piece that the Hawks have been dangling out there to try to get the most back. Now, two, three seasons ago, his value was a whole lot higher than what it is now because his production was higher. Um, But this was the perfect time to trade him because his production was a little lower. It couldn't get any lower than what it was, but it made the 20 to 25, 26 million he was making – every year more like gaudy it just made it more like oh no we got to get this off the books so trading him to utah for old ass rudy gay i was gonna say rudy gay 100 years old man you know and if if this was seven years ago sure uh but now not so much and then a couple of second round picks it was all a salary dump they don't care about getting rudy gay back they're doing this so they can have flexibility. They got a $25 million trade exception from it. They're using this to go out and shop. They want to go big game shopping now if they can and moving some other pieces. This has nothing to do with Rudy Gay. This has nothing to do with those picks. This has everything to do with relieving ourselves of that money so that we can go spin down the line. Okay, that makes sense. And, and we don't have to talk too much about the John Collins trade just because there's not that much sex appeal to it. But for us in Atlanta – 
it's been since he signed his, his extension in 21. He's been the dangling trade piece every time the conversation comes up. So I think it was just a matter of time. I was just surprised it came for Rudy Gay, who is entering Rudy his Gay. entering his 90th season in the NBA. So good for. So him. is this the move that they go and 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 offer up for um, Jalen Brown? Is this it? Like no, I don't think they. I don't think they. I don't think they get Jalen. I think he stays in Boston. Okay. Yeah, and especially when it's a money move for Atlanta, they don't want to put on that Jalen Brown money. <laughs> that man's going to yeah. get himself a. A beast of a supermax deal. Uh, all right, let's do some. Let's do some quick shots. I'm going to throw these around the horn. You guys can just react to these. Then we'll do big shot of the week. And I got a game for the three of you. All right, uh, quick shots. Uh, just some stuff that's in the news. Get your take on it, and we'll move on quickly. We'll go around the horn, and we'll start with B Dog. Everyone can weigh in. Uh, Brittany Mahomes, uh, Patrick Mahomes, seen this week uh, <laughs> taking sexy photos of his wife. Uh, Brittany Mahomes. Uh, Hot or just plain crazy? Crazy. Jay. Midwestern girl, man. It's something about him. Okay. Lean hot. Caleb, hot or crazy? Or both? <laughs> she deserves to be with uh, his brother. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. The two of them are a couple of loudmouths. You're damn right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so crazy. Right. Yeah. I, no, that's my problem is I have a hard time overcoming the mouth. Uh, when it's, mm-hmm. ah, my I'm like, no, I don't care how beautiful you are. I am all the way out. I'm all the way out. Okay. Uh, shark attack. We had a video this week of a man being dragged off his fishing boat in the Florida Everglades. He dropped his pole in the water. He reached down to get it. Shark, damn shark came up, pulled him right off the boat. Uh, he got back on the boat. He's okay. Uh, fishing. Fun and relaxing or boring as hell? B-Dog? Um, I don't do it a ton to be able to comment on this but I, I i would think it's fun and relaxing it looks like it okay jay fishing on the lake is fantastic uh fishing in the ocean is scary as hell no thank you, <laughs> yeah, no, no thank you. that's like a hard it. pass caleb man i I'd rather uh fish in a lake than be anywhere in a submarine or near shark oh, good. all, all <laughs> yeah. good points yeah <laughs> to me there's nothing more boring than sitting in a boat doing yeah. nothing yeah. Floating. I haven't been fishing waiting, in years. Waiting for something yeah. to happen. I'm like, put me anywhere else on this planet for the love of God, except in a boat just waiting for something to happen. Uh, all right, Connor McGregor. Uh, he thanked his fans this week for supporting him while he's battling, unfortunately, those rape charges from the Miami Heat Finals game that he's dealing with now, but he was out and about supporting his fans and all that stuff. Uh, Connor McGregor, great personality, or are we tired of this fool? B-Dog. I'm sick of him because it wasn't that long ago where he – in this little bit, he put the mascot in the hospital. Yeah. So but, I mean, but when the dude we say put him in the same, hospital, same yeah. But no, he went like that guy went home with paint with Tylenol. So it wasn't like he left with a broken leg <laughs> and a concussion. You know what I mean? Still dope. It's a bit though. Calm down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, Jay. Uh, Kyrie McGregor, great personality, it, or we're sick of it. You know, that's wild. I watched that Netflix documentary on him, and I was like, you know. Kind of root for Connor again, and then this shit happens. It's like, you know, go, away, <laughs> go away, man. Pull the like, rug every time, right? Yeah. All right, every time. You got a pregnant fiance at home, buddy. (laughs) What are you doing? Yes. And I don't know. Did you guys see the video of him with the girl? Oh yeah. There's very clearly he he goes in the bathroom or something, and then he kind of like leads her in by the hand or something. Yeah. And I I mean, you don't see her face, but I mean, she looked kind of bigger. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I just I was watching like I was watching to see if he forcefully pulled her in because that was the whole thing on the video was like. You know, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, look, I got nothing against Conor McGregor. There was a time where I was like, oh, he's fighting. I'll pay attention. I'm over him now. 
Now I'm just yeah. sick of it. Now I'm like, go away, yeah. dude. What are you doing? Just, just stop it. Quit it. All right, last, last one before we give out Big Shot of the Week. Um, Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. <laughs> Who you got in the fight? That's going to be the fight. I'm not kidding. They will make a freaking gajillion dollars on this fight if it actually happens. B-Dog. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I'll give you the stats here. Mark Zuckerberg coming in at 39 years old, five foot seven, and uh, about a buck fifty-five, uh, and 101 billion dollars. Elon's coming in at 51 years old, six foot one, and about 50 pounds heavier than Zuck, coming in at 246 billion dollars. Who do you want in the battle of the billionaires? I just saw a, a clip of Mark Zuckerberg, you know, warming up or going through some he practice. Does, no, he does oh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He is going to kill Elon Musk. <laughs> Even with the That's weight all advantage. I gotta say. Even with the weight That's advantage. That's all I got to say. That's okay. all I got to say. The only way Elon can, can, can beat him is in the money department. <laughs> Other than that... He's about to die in that ring. <laughs> RJ, what you no, got? I'm with you. I'm with you. I um, it's crazy. Zuck did um, what was that for Memorial Day? He did Murph, and I was with the weighted vest and all of that. And so, you know, my pride got to me, and I did it. I was 20 minutes lower than Zuck, and I was like, damn. But yeah, no, that dude's in shape. I I'm, I'm taking Zuck all the way all right. for sure. Who you want, Caleb? He's a black belt in jujitsu. He's gonna mop the. If you don't know how to fight or coffee, like it doesn't matter the way like. I mean, Zuck would take me out, and I'm, you know, 220, 230, yep. you know, pretty strong guy, but I just don't have any of that fighting skill that he has with the training. See, here's so, my no, here's my only thing. It won't th happen. The fight's not going to happen. It, it has to happen. It has <laughs> it to happen. Won't. Here's my only thing. Elon is 50 pounds heavier. All he needs to do is just mollywop him, like, one time, and Zuck's could go down hard, like a, like a broken little piece of spearmint gum. He's just going to hit the mat. So... It's is it boxing or is it like uh, MMA? What, I, I think it's an MMA fight because Data White's in the middle of it. He's the one trying oh, okay. to put All the right. whole damn okay. thing together. So All right. I think it's going to be like a UFC type fight. Um, oh, that should be fun. Yeah, which I mean, like, again, I, I, I get that, that Zuck's got the skills, but I, I like the weight advantage on Elon Musk. And Elon's built like a robot. I mean, he's got no normal human form about him. It's like his chest comes out to here and he's, I don't know, he's weird. But yeah, I like the weight advantage on Elon Musk. All right, uh, let's do. I'm gonna give out big shot of the week here real quick, and then uh, I've got a game for the three. We'll wrap the shenanigans up. Uh, big shot of the week is gonna go to a Las Vegas firefighter named Jeff O's and a Las Vegas man named Xavier Lewis. Here's why: 23 years ago, in October of 1999, Jeff O's was a firefighter in Vegas. He pulled a lifeless two-year-old child from the fire and resuscitated him, brought him back to life. That child was Xavier Lewis who this week they went super viral because Jeff met Xavier and met his two-year-old son. So there's a picture of oh, Jeff wow. holding That's Xavier's two-year-old son 23 years after he pulled two-year-old Xavier out of this fire and brought him back to life. And he said, literally, this kid would not be here if not for this man. And Xavier is training to become a firefighter himself because he was saved by that guy. I just think that's a freaking awesome story. And a uh, big, uh, big shot of the week for sure to both of those guys who uh, Jeff O's for sure. Firefighters are some of the bravest SOBs on the planet. Um, uh, Caleb, if I'm not mistaken, isn't your wife a firefighter or she was? Yeah, she's, she's been a firefighter for seven years now with the same department. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You know, I mean, most of the time you think like, you know, even like with police, you think, you know, heroic, but a lot of that stuff, they're pulling up to bad scenes, you know? Yeah. A lot of uh, 
gnarly accidents you got to see. Yeah, there's a lot of PTSD with yes, him. So sure. it's awesome that for, that's a good story that that ended up good. But there's a lot of dark dark stuff out there. Oh, too. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. But yeah, no, I just I just think that's dope. Just a just a cool story all around. All right, uh, I got a quick that's game for the three of you. Uh, before Robert Ori disappears. In the world. That's not even the right open. All right, fuck. I'm not even gonna play the open. <laughs> I am, this is called I am unprepared. Uh, so before Robert Ori disappeared in the depths of God's nowhere the last two weeks, uh, I asked him a whole bunch of questions, and I'm gonna ask you guys what you think Robert Ori would do here. So this game is called Would Rob Rather. I gave him two options. You just got to tell me what Robert Ori picked. And if you listen to the show enough, you might be able to figure this out. So question one, we'll start with B. We'll go around the horn. We'll see who gets the most points. If you were the Lakers general manager and you had to make a decision to keep only one of the two stars on the team, do you keep Anthony Davis or do you keep LeBron James? What did Rob want to do? Oh, LeBron. Mm -hmm. Easy. Okay. Jay. LeBron. Caleb. No, he's the GM. He's the GM. He's got to keep AD or LeBron James. He's got to cut the other one. Who's he keep? I'm going to go AD just because age-wise, even though Anthony Davis ain't going to play, but the point LeBron's, goes. Yeah. The point goes to Caleb. Rob yes, said AD. Sir. He said AD's got a longer upside. He's got more of a career ahead of him than LeBron James. Says and and, and uh, he says the person <laughs> who says he won't re-sign him. He said a couple of episodes ago. I know, but he said if you have to keep one of the two of them. I didn't say, like he said, if you had to keep AD or you keep LeBron James for the future of the franchise, who do you keep? He said we keep AD. Cause okay. Because Le- LeBron ain't got but a year left in him. So, okay. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, question number two. Uh, Rob loves a good superhero. Would he rather have telekinesis or the ability to fly? Telekinesis, obviously, you can read people's minds. Oh, good. Okay. Um, thank you for explaining that one. I, <laughs> I, I watched the blank look on everybody's face hit, and I'm like, oh, I forgot. We do a sports show. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, all right uh, what do you think? Read people's minds or the ability to fly? I uh, think it's the ability to fly. Okay. Jay, what do you think? Ability to fly. Caleb. I'm going to go fly, too. Oh, you're all wrong. He picked the ability Damn. to fly. Read, read ah, people's minds. Read people's see, minds. See me, dog. I can't go with your answer next time, but man. See, like, but see, some of these. But see, the crazy part is some of these. I know he's. We've referenced it, and he's gone with the other one before. Okay. So I'm a little right. confused. He didn't pick the. Wouldn't have we ever had the conversation of Would you rather want to read people's minds or fly? <laughs> when has that ever come up? Except this stupid ass game. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. You don't have to agree that the game is stupid. Just say I don't know, and we'll move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. Uh, question number three: Snack time. M&M's or Skittles for Robert Ory? Oh. Um. <laughs> now, this we have talked about. I know, and I'm trying to remember. Um, I'm going to say Skittles. Jay. M&M's. Caleb. M&M's. God, the listeners are smarter than you, B. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> M&M's, M&M's. Rob's a chocolate guy. I don't like the skins. For, for what it's worth, guys, I don't listen to my co-host. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. <laughs> I've been here with you for seven years doing this, man. You ain't got to tell me. I know. Uh, all right. Uh, stored, uh, question number four. Uh, Rob likes a good fight. We just talked about it. Who did he pick, Zuckerberg or Musk? In the fight of the Battle of the Billionaires, who does he want, Zuck or Musk? He had better pick Zuckerberg. <laughs> okay, Jay. Oh, I'm gonna go with Musk. Okay, 
Caleb. Uh, Mark, the Facebook Zuck. Zuck. Uh, yeah, he picked Zuck. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. He okay. picked. Uh, uh, yeah. He picked Zuck because he's like, I don't, I don't f with people that do jujitsu. I think were his yeah. exact words. Yeah. So I was like, hey, he's got a point. He's got a point. And hopefully Elon doesn't either. Uh, all right, let's uh, <laughs> let's jam out a little bit here. Who does Rob prefer? If you had to pick two, Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg? Now, granted, they are mostly one and the same in a lot of cases. But if, <laughs> if you had to separate the marriage, does he want Dr. Dre or does he want Snoop Dogg? Be? I'm going to say Snoop. Okay. Jay, what do you think? We'll go S- Snoop. Caleb. Snoop. And everybody's got that one right, yeah. yeah. He said Snoop Dogg's just too damn cool. And he's right. Yeah. yeah. He mm-hmm. Smoke a blunt with Snoop Dogg. I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, all right. Rob's filming a show in cold weather right now in the middle of God's Green Nowhere. <laughs> Would Rob rather live in extreme heat or extreme cold? What do you think, B? If he had to pick. I think we've talked about this before. That doesn't mean I get the answer right, though. Okay. Um, Clearly. I say extreme heat. Okay. Jay? He's extreme heat. He's lived nowhere that has been cold, right? Yeah. Yeah, Houston maybe has its moments, but yeah, that's, yeah. Heat, for sure. Okay. Caleb. Yeah, heat because he can just turn the AC on. Yeah, he he's like, dude, mm-hmm. I live in LA. I already mm-hmm. live in extreme heat every damn day, and I, <laughs> and he don't like the cold. He don't like the cold. So, uh, yeah, you're you're all right on that one. All right. Uh, while Rob can afford both of these, which would he rather have, a personal maid or a personal chef? What do you think, B? What did Rob want? Well, his wife be cleaning up everything, so I think it's the chef. All right, what do you yeah. think, Jay? Uh, it's chef, absolutely. Okay, Caleb? Chef, everybody wants food over clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And B-Dog, you quoted him exactly. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, my wife's already the personal maid. I got one being yeah. chef. <laughs> and you know why we know that? Because inevitably in every goddamn podcast, I love Candace, but she comes walking in the office just picking stuff up and moving shit around, and he's like, you know they can see you, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, my bad. So... Uh, all right, uh, a couple more here. Uh, who do you want on your side in a fight, Batman or Iron Man? Who does Rob want having his back in a fight, Batman or Iron Man? Oh, uh, I think he said this. I think it was Iron Man. Okay, Jay. I'm gonna go for Iron Man. I don't. He doesn't talk too kindly about DC folks. So he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Caleb. Yeah. Wrong though. Iron Man too. Oh man, you're all wrong. He wanted really he wanted Batman because he said Batman plots against people, <laughs> and he's not wrong. Uh, he's Batman's got a plan to kill everybody in his life, <laughs> and he's like, but, yeah, but Iron but, Man but sacrificed he, himself. He did, but who cares? Batman would have killed him like five movies ago. <laughs> yeah, I want someone on my side that's willing to die for me. Oh, I like that though. That's good. <laughs> well, the game's not called What Would Caleb Do? It's called What Would Robert Do? So he went with he went with Batman. Uh, all right, two more. Uh, if you could always have one fully charged, what would it be, your car or your phone? Now, Rob drives an EV. So, for the sake of clarity on the question, would he rather always have his car charged or always have his phone charged? B-Dog, Brandon Harper. Mm. Uh, <laughs> car. Okay. Jay. Car. 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 Caleb. Uh, I'm going to go phone. Oh, man. 
Uh, point goes to B and J. It was his car. Yeah, no, it was his car. Yeah, just because he's like, I hate charging the damn thing. It takes too long. I run out of juice all the time, and I'm like, well, you're a real advocate for EV, Rob. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this thing sucks. Why do I do this? I'm like, well, if you can look- charge your phone, if you charge a car, your phone will be charged in the car. So. Ah, see, ah, good, good, good correlation. That's, that, that yeah. and it's like, man, who cares about the damn phone anyway? I, think yeah. I say that as I live on my phone, but yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, last question. Uh, would Rob... Well, this this one's a little off-putting, so good luck to all of us on this. <laughs> would Rob rather walk in on his parents or have them walk in on him? Taking, care, taking care of business. You want to walk in on your folks or you want to have your folks walk in on you, B? Um... I think he'd rather have his folks walk in on him. Okay. Ditto. Sam? Caleb? Same. Both are hot, but I'm going with Phil. I think he'd rather have his parents walk in on him. He said you're all absolutely correct. He said let them live with that trauma. I don't need that shit. (laughs) For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.